So in a perfect world, groups of people put together to form a team would work effortlessly and tirelessly towards a common goal and hopefully reach that objective. Unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world, virtual or otherwise. So today I'm going to talk to you about team development and, in, and very briefly how the team formation goes over time. There are five steps. And this was initially identified by a psychologist called Bruce Tuckman in the mid-60s, 1965 in fact. And he initially came up with four steps. A fifth step was added in 1977. So let's dive, dive straight in and I'll go through the steps with you. In fact, this uh, small short video is an extract from uh, our two to three, four day team effectiveness, team dynamics program that we would do face to face in a classroom from 10, 20, 30 people at a time with breakout groups and a lot of fun and a lot of energy. But here we are in the virtual world. So I'm just gonna take you through the five step process of how teams form over time and how the best teams perform in harmony, more to the point. So let's have a look. There are five steps. The first one bottom left is forming. These are when, the, when, the, when the, the collection of people are first coming together. There's a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of nervousness. A few people might be a little bit, in, a little bit worried about what uh, they're supposed to be doing. These different people in the room, strangers. The conversations tend to be quite cliched. Hi, my name is, what do you do? I do this, etc., etc. So we've all been there in a new networking situation where we're, we're trying to meet other people, but we're a little bit nervous perhaps or anxious. There, be, there will be one or two people who are much more confident and have a strong character and would just go ahead and meet people and be quite happy with that. There will be one or two that are more reticent, a little bit shy, perhaps a little bit more introverted. And this collection of people is not yet a team. So this is the first point of a team creation is forming. Moving on to storming, in red on the second level, this is when the people start to get to know each other a little bit better. They maybe start to challenge each other's skills. They may start to have almost like a, an invisible skills audit of each other, trying to find out a little bit more about each other. The parameters are defined. However, there is still a little bit of discomfort. Um, they are in the room still with strangers and there may be a little bit of resistance in terms of opening up to the kind of skills or support or contribution they can make to that group of people because we're not actually in a team yet. Then it moves on to what I call norming. So from all of that storming stuff where they're trying to sell each other, sell one another to each other, we get to a little bit more of a calmer period what, what that's called norming. And the norming is essentially the, the stage of team development where the individuals have calmed down. We all now know each other a little bit better. And by virtue of just spending more time with each other, virtually or otherwise, we also know what skill sets we have. So the hierarchy is established, the systems and processes have been thrashed out, and now we have a system or process. Yes, it can still be refined, but there is the basics, there's a framework of something that could work very well. In the earlier stages, forming and storming, systems haven't really been identified. There needs to be a lot more control 
and input from uh, the project manager or the leader or whoever's assigned this group of people this particular task. So at the norming stage, we now have A, a little bit more clarity and B, a little bit more purpose and direction in where we're going. So we're now at the embryonic stage of a genuine team as opposed to a collection of individuals that have just been shoved in a room together. So norming is the foundation to elevate that team into the next level, which is performing move on to performing in red and you can see now when we're at the performing stage the progress starts to accelerate the systems are working the processes are robust and everybody's now singing from the same hymn sheet they can see the vision they have a shared vision they can see the finish line they they work well together everything's clicking like a well-oiled machine why because they've simply spent more time with each other. They now have a full appreciation of the individual skill sets and how they help each other in a collective group like that, now called a team, to reach that shared goal. And that's why it works very well. In fact, when you speak to people who are at the performing level in a team situation, they will often tell you that the task is easy. The project is easy. But was it always easy? No, the same, it's the same project from the forming stage right up to the performing stage. But now that they've got used to each other and they've appreciated each other's skills and supported each other through that whole journey, they think the task is easy, which is great. So then we get into the adjourning side where now that they formed bonds, they may have been out socially, they trust and like each other. They get to the stage where it's adjourning, sometimes called mourning where they have to leave, they have to exit that team, which is quite sad in some instances, but at least now they appreciate that actually there is a five-step process in team development. More importantly, if you're a leader or a project manager, the appreciation of these five steps means that you are anticipating them and you will expect them when you first create a new team. So when you get this little bumpiness in the road, it's not something to worry about. It is inevitable, but at least you know there's light at the end of the tunnel. And let's have a look at what that looks like on a graph. It looks a little bit like this. So on the left, you've got the team effectiveness, and along the bottom, you've got the performance impact. Starting with number one, forming. Yes, people are still polite and still happy to be part of this group. The conversation is very polite and etiquette is quite high. Once they get to know each other, they get down in that dip where the performance impact is very, very low. It's stage two, storming, before you get up to stage three, norming, as identified earlier. And then, as I say, great fundamental platform to accelerate quickly into the performing stage. Once you get to that performing stage, everything clicks really well together. You know, it's, it's like operating a well-oiled machine. It just works beautifully. And of course, in terms of performance, it's the highest that it can be. And then, of course, into the adjourning. So I really help, hope that helped. There was five stages. So we're talking about, you know, uh, storming, norming, performing and adjourning and just being aware that those five stages exist because it is inevitable in every team, whether it's business or sport or socially, that these stages will happen. And it means that you're simply anticipating it and you will expect it, which means when you get those bumps in the road, you'll happily smooth over them and wait till you get to the performing stage where that task is easily and coherently uh, completed with support from everybody in that team.
Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate your time. If you've got any comments or questions, please drop them in the box. Uh, I'm more than happy to help at any time. So take care of yourselves, be safe, and thank you for watching.